Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Truth with Susie Ann. And this is your host, Susie Ann. Our topic for today is faith and its similarities to business. Now, when you think business, what comes to mind? Things like seriousness, transactions, promotions, proposals, strategies, negotiations, data analysis. Well, what if I told you that evangelism is just like business? Most of us don't look at it that way because of course it's not impersonal and we're not making business deals nor exploiting people neither are we making a transaction or trying to hype up the gospel however systems in this world were originally designed by elohim despite how messed up they have become by our overwhelming selfishness and greed The way how business is conducted actually has its usefulness even in the spiritual community, especially if we think outside the box. A business cannot be a business without people. No matter what product or service is being sold, without workers to carry it out, our customers to buy it, our investors to fund raw material, the business will remain an idea. So the reality is that people are what make the business. And it is the same with the church. People are the church. Without people, the church is non-existent. Unfortunately, just as how we have some ruthless businessmen who are unethical and have poor business practices, thinking they need no one, we also have some ruthless humans who take charge of church organizations only for selfish gains. Everyone is different and evangelism is a personal thing, which means that we have to do it diligently and thoroughly. Being strategic is not a bad thing. In contrast, it is a part of being objective about the task. So all the business terms I mentioned above, well, except for transactions, are included in evangelism. The list below will explain these terms from a spiritual standpoint. First, data analysis. When a business seeks to attract certain customers or investors, we do research on them. We try to find out what are their interests. For customers, we try to find out who they are and what they need. For investors slash business partners, we find out what they need and what they value the most. We also gather information on what the competition is offering to these customers. We dissect it and find out whether, well, find out either what makes it obsolete to ours and what we can do to improve our product to surpass it. All of these must be taken into consideration before making a proposal. Understand, it is the same objective approach we take towards sinners. 
while the gospel is priceless. Many people do not know that. Furthermore, there is not a market for it, at least not on the surface. There is too much competition and misinformation. So our regular efforts are useless in this day and age. It is not enough to generalize and make blind assumptions. We must take a more personal approach towards the gospel and the persons we are trying to preach it to. Ask more questions, listen more, find out the best way to relate to them based on their needs and interests. However, this is not to attract more people to the gospel because the gospel is valuable enough to attract attention to itself. What we're really trying to promote is the value of the gospel. But we have to make sure that people are able to interpret it properly and to be able to see both the need for it and to be able to authenticate it from all the different imitations out there. No customer or investor would gravitate towards a business that doesn't take time to consider them and it is the same for the sinner. Moving on to strategic thinking. As I said before, using strategies is not a bad thing, but rather adding a personal touch to our objective approach. It's paying attention to detail, asking ourselves how will we present the proposal. This is not to say you'll have to premeditate what you will say or do. However, we must remember that Yahusha works alongside us. So when we put out the effort to relate to people and to do everything with a true heart, he will fill in the gaps. No matter how big they are. Strategic thinking is about doing evangelism the right way overall and also doing it in a specific way to the right person. We must be able to discern situations or we will lose people before we even get to introduce Yahusha to them. Paul explains in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 19 to 23, For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I may gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I may gain the Jews, to them that are under the law, as under the law, that I may gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law, as without law, being not without law to Elohim, but under the law to Mashiach, that I may gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as a weak, that I may gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. The strategy Paul alludes to is what many politicians on campaign do today. It's funny how businessmen and politicians will elevate or condescend themselves according to the situation, but believers seem inflexible. Successful businesses are the ones that are able to adapt and change according to situations around them. It is the same for successful evangelism. The truth of the gospel will never change, so there's no need to modify that. However, over time, persons' perceptions change and their way of understanding may be based upon the environment around them. So we need to pay very close attention to that as to not to make a mistake of condemning anyone. 
While the decision to follow Mashiach is important, it is also a choice. So we should never let a person feel like they're under duress or they will never come to know the loving Elohim that we know. We need to take our cues from this verse in Jeremiah 29 verses 11 to 13. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Adon, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Do not get too caught up in the competition and what they are doing. It's good to be aware of it so that we can make a way around it. Just remember that we're here to save a soul and to exercise the love of Yahusha. The strategy is simple. Give. Give time to people. Give love to who is not loved. Give understanding. Give a listening ear. Give a helping hand in even the most dirty, as in clothes, and mundane tasks. Give clothes or food or money or whatever they need once we can to whoever needs it. Give humble and sound advice. When we extend ourselves and give more of ourselves, whether physically or intuitively, we make others feel welcome and trusting. It will encourage them to give of themselves as well. Up next, we have proposal. The content of the proposal should be a culmination of both data analysis and strategic planning. We get to know what we need through data analysis and figure out how to apply it through strategic planning. The proposal is the formal result of studying the data, sorting it and applying it to strategy by the instructions of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. Each proposal, whether it is being made to one person or a specific group of people, they need to be personal to the person or persons we're trying to receive. People want to know that you know something that they don't know. They want to feel understood as well as they themselves want to understand. A lot fail to give good proposals because of the lack of meticulousness. A half-hearted effort will only result in losing the person because it's gonna be obvious we don't care and we're not confident in what we're proposing. So having that cleared up, up next, there's negotiations. This is a part of strategic thinking. It follows after the proposal and it's not about coming to a compromise to make a deal. Negotiations are more about getting a willing listener to understand the way we understand the gospel. Not everyone will give us the chance to present a proposal or even after the proposal to speak with them again. So we must honor the opportunity and make the most of it. Never let the person or persons leave our presence without an impression. A mo- and most importantly, a good one. While salvation is a free choice, and if they choose not to accept, 
will respect their decision. Don't spare any effort in trying to convince them because this is for our own good, both us and them. So, if they say no, try to at least find out why that is. And if we can, reassure the client right then and make a new proposal and attempt again. Treat it as a massage and smooth out every knot that you find. Only after exhausting all our options should we feel satisfied to allow them to reject our offer. This is not about desperation. This is about strong belief, confidence, and respecting the client's concerns and opinions long enough to actually try to work out our differences between one another. A successful negotiation is one where we have given our best and addressed almost all problems. It is even more effective when after detailed data analysis, the proposal addresses things that they may have wanted to ask but didn't think of. 2 Peter 3 verses 13 to 15 mentions us being blameless. Make sure that we can in good conscience say that we have given or all. Moving on to promotion. This is also very personal. As for any business, it is important to manage our image and maintain a good reputation. Other than these, it is also important to project our product or service out there on as many platforms as possible so that people may be aware of what we're doing and increase business. In John 3 verse 30, it says, He must increase, but I must decrease. What we are promoting is not a product, but a person. It's more like an ongoing election campaign. Companies don't usually put their face in the promotions because the product is what they're trying to sell and not themselves. It is the same for us. We are campaigning for the king and this is our all-day, everyday profession. No one can see the king. So it is for us who are the king's PR managers to make sure the king is always seen in his true and positive light. We're kind of celebrities in the way we have to be vigilant about what we say or do around everyone because anything we say can and will be used against our campaign. His election depends on us. If a product receives a hit to its reputation, whether it's about the quality of the product itself or the people behind the product, its market share will fall. What we want is to dominate the market as much as we can by overcoming the competition, whether it's the imitations by authenticity or the different and seemingly better product by showing real quality and exposing the lies. So thank you again for listening and just take this in consideration that we need to take our evangelism a little more personal and be objective about it. Don't just go out there and just 
start doing whatever you feel like. The Bible talks about having zeal without knowledge. And even when we're getting in relationships, or even just making a new friend, we don't only just, you know, just start telling people our whole secrets, our, you know, just inviting them into our house. We actually try to get to know them first. We try to find out if this is a good person or a bad person and find out what we have in common that would even make us friends in the first place. And this is the same in evangelism. It's the same with business. If we can't relate to our customers, then we really don't have anything to offer them. So we have a common goal in this earth and it is to connect to our creator. Some people don't know that this is their goal. We have to show them that. We have to teach people that this is our purpose here. So we have to be very detailed about it and sometimes stringent. So help so next time you think about you know telling someone about Elohim or especially if you have a difficult person that you really want them to understand the joy of salvation. Try to step back a little bit and you know stop trying to talk all the time and try to listen and then come back from their point of view so that they can understand it from their level. So take a business approach the next time you're about to evangelize. Thank you. To check out more of my stuff or to contact me, you can reach me at Facebook at Little Space Kaleidoscope Space Girl or on Instagram at Little underscore Kaleidoscope underscore Girl or on Wattpad at Kaleidoscope the Pen or on my blog on WordPress at Little Kaleidoscope Girl with no spaces. Thank you for tuning in.